0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you.
1: Happy Thursday, Dr. Paul. How are you today? Very well, thank you. We almost look like twins today.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm glad I called you on that. (laughs) Our fashion designer has helped us
1: out quite a bit today. Why don't we get more (laughs) casual sometimes?
0: What is that Friday? Casual Fridays? Did I permit that in Washington ever?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can't we, remember. That's a long time we ago. We snuck up when you weren't there. We snuck some Oh, uh, Friday, course. if I had gone already okay. back to That's Texas. That's right.
0: You were already back. Okay. I want to start off with uh, a change in the direction of the CDC. Yes. And it's... Um, It's different, and some people could argue, say, well, they're coming to their senses. They've heard about our criticism, and they're straightening up their act. Or it could be just a lot of just mischief. Maybe they're looking for more money. Uh, Maybe they're looking for, uh, uh, you know, pretense that uh, this is going to continue for a long time. But the CDC director orders the agencies to be overhauled. Yeah. uh, that'll probably cost... uh, Million dollars or so. No, well, that's Trump change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but but the big thing is the director admitted a flawed COVID nineteen response. I can't believe that. <laughs> you mean they were messing things up? You know, <laughs> but of course so you, we could argue and say, well, uh, you know, now they've come around to agreeing with us. But isn't it tragic that uh, they probably knew exactly what they're doing, but. Politically and uh, monetarily or whatever, they feel it's necessary to come forth now and sneak it in and pretend that's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, we made a mistake or two and, and not ever willing to look at the complications, the money spent, the harm done to people, uh, you, you know, with all that lockdown. What's, what's going to happen to uh, a generation or two of young people? and what, All the things, the educational system, how, and the medical system, so much disruption. So they they just say, "Well, we were a little slow. We yeah. we 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 want to make sure they get." Uh the information out sooner yeah and my first response was to you i said yeah get it out sooner the question is what are they going to send us are they going to send us propaganda yeah. or are they going to send us the true figures but you spent a lot of time helping for the program digging out those figures remember every week you'd you'd come up and try to figure out exactly uh what the truth is and it was you know yeah. but uh now now they're saying that we we want to serve the public and uh of course, uh, the, the whole process of the CDC, it's probably one of the most, one terribly damaging uh, agency of government, yeah. you know, and it's ongoing. Uh, so what they're doing is probably to cover up, as if, if nothing else, or pretend that uh, they're reformed, reform. But they're not going to come forth and, and describe to us where they messed up and what we shouldn't have done. I don't think there's going to be a lot of confession like that.
1: No, it's a classic, like you always say, it's a classic example of when a government agency completely botches something, it's not because we gave you bad information or we're incompetent, it's just because we didn't have enough money. It's like the 9-11 Commission, remember? They had this millions and millions of dollars to study why they attacked us, but they never asked Ron Paul, well, why did they attack us, right? It was always, we don't have enough money. Let's put up the first clip because we're talking about an article in Politico today, CDC director orders agency overhaul, admitting flawed COVID-19 response. And from that, you would wonder, like, was it because they kept flip-flopping? And here's the Walensky, by the way, with a couple masks on. She probably should put a couple more on. Uh, more on. Uh, but <clears throat> was it because um, we told you to do stuff that we told you the next week you shouldn't do? No, it was simply because they didn't have enough money. And I think this is what precipitated. This is from the Politico article. In March 2020, 79% of Americans said public health officials, including the CDC, were doing a good job at responding to the pandemic. But by May of 2022, only 52% of Americans thought so. This is according to the Pew Research Center. So Americans lost faith in the CDC. So looking at the writing on the wall, they didn't say, well, we should probably get better and stop being so dumb. They said, no, we need some more money so that we can appear to be smarter than we actually are.
0: That's sort of ingrained in the system because, um, you know, even in, in monetary p- problems, when you have inflation of the money supply and prices go up, the, r- the answer is we don't have enough money. We yeah. don't have enough. So having too <clears throat> much in the wrong way and circulating it with fiat money, that's that's the problem. But when, when they say more they created the problem so to treat the problem you do more of what caused the problem (laughs) so it's sort of like what what's going on here they they create their problems and then they decide that they have to have more money uh because the damage done to this country was uh and and a lot of people will probably challenge me on this it's been more than lockdown when i think of long-term understanding of what liberty is all about and of what finances is all about and really down to the medical you know there's so much damage to the uh, the science of medicine. This whole idea that they could cancel natural immunity—that yeah. is astounding on how much uh, influence they had.
1: The lockdown and also how many people are now dying because they were forced to take a shot. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty bad shot. Well, let's have a little bit of a reminder. Let's go back a little bit in history. Turn on our time machines, because if you remember, Rochelle Walensky, she's the one who's now reforming the CDC. She's the one who told us over and over, take the shots, 100% effective. You'll never get COVID. Everything's going to be great. Let's just remind ourselves of what she said a little bit later. Let's watch that whole clip of her and Wolf Blitzer. We've seen it before, but we should watch it again. When she comes begging for more money, we should play this video to her and ask her to explain it. But what about uh, all the fully vaccinated people who get the breakthrough infection, can they pass it on? Could they pass it on to their children? Could they pass the virus on to older people, especially more vulnerable people with the underlying health conditions? And that's exactly the point that we made in our guidance. So, yes, they can with the Delta variant. And that was the reason that we changed our guidance last Tuesday. Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So we should remember her incompetence. What these shots can no, what these vaccines can no longer do is prevent against infection or transmission. (laughs) I mean,
0: Boy, that's new news, isn't you're it? You're fired. Yeah. You're fired. So this is,
1: we should remember how incompetent the whole system was.
0: Well, I think it's safe. It's a radical idea. But uh, my idea would be that uh, the principle of the bureaucracy of the government to do anything. Yeah. And that was one of the great statements of uh, Mises. Uh, he wrote a whole book book on the bureaucracy, you know, and, and how it says uh, so more harm than good. You know, if, if you do one thing, you create new problems. Certainly everything uh, that they did uh, with COVID and spending the money and, uh, and vaccines and the booster shots, uh, they, they uh, created more problems. And now they're down to the point. Where they admit, oh, they're not supposed to stop the disease. They won't, won't keep you immune. But then there's still people obsessed with, uh, you know, wearing their mask and yeah. getting their shots, and the government still they just not too many months ago bought up a whole lot of vaccines in preparation to inoculate everybody under five years of age. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really, really tragic that the process is wrong. There's still a lot to be said to champion the cause of free enterprise and free markets, individual liberty, letting individuals make up their mind. Imperfect, but it's going to be a lot better for a doctor and a patient to decide which way to go on treatment rather than uh, uh, you know listening to the government. A lot of people have more faith in government because, uh, uh, and, and yet at the same time, it's come around. I think we're in a, at a point now where they can issue this thing that uh, we're, we're gonna do a reversal on this. Yeah. <laughs> back, back when they should have done it about two years ago, uh, <clears throat> they weren't gonna talk about it. But uh, they're they not going to go away. They're not gonna give up the principle of uh you you, you know bureaucracy using a bureaucrat to make uh, decisions that should be made in the marketplace
1: well (coughs) just in case our viewers might think we're just being cynical saying that they're just this review is only about more money let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into the politico article let's put up that next clip this is from that politico article about the cdc's (coughs) reform if we can get that one up there the cdc restructuring follows two reviews conducted in recent months. The reviews concluded that, quote, the traditional scientific and communication processes were not adequate to effectively respond to a crisis this size. They're setting it up, let's do the next one. They're setting it up. There is consensus within the CDC that it needs to make some changes on how it communicates and how it operates to be faster, nimbler, to use more plain spoken language. And then the next one, Here is the laugh line. Here's the punch line. Here's what it's all about. Walensky has repeatedly pointed out that the agency was underfunded before the pandemic started. So it's not a matter of them telling you something different every week, Dr. Paul, and saying things that were blatantly not true, which is that the facts works. No, they just didn't have enough of our money.
0: Well, you know. Likely, one of these days, uh, Fauci's going to have to go. (laughs) And then he will get, you know, good retirement benefit. So they have to be prepared because he's the highest paid person that ever worked in the government. So he's going to retire and he's going to have the biggest bonus ever. So we better provide him because we don't want the supporters of Fauci, uh, you know, rebelling against it. (laughs) But he he went out and talked to his friends right out in Seattle. That's where his friends are. And it, is that true that there were people that booed him?
1: I was, they should be in jail. You should never <laughs> boo such a national hero.
0: They are canceled. You can't ever come back to a baseball game. It's
1: like booing Hank Aaron. <laughs> right. Well, as usual, our friend Jeff Tucker, who's been so great for so long on the COVID thing, he has a great piece in the Branstone Institute today. And let's put that up because he nails it. We should just actually just read his article. and <laughs> Save us some time. Put up this next one. It's great. Thus, does it make sense that the present overlords of the agency have admitted at least partially to having made some errors? The question is, what were those errors exactly, Jeff? Quote, from the latest news concerning some impending shakeup, I see no evidence of any serious rethinking of the crazed and cockamamie lockdown orders it issued from March 2020 onward not even preposterous mandates like plexiglass at retail counters, two years of school closures, six feet of distance, one-way grocery aisles, band members in in bubbles, mask mandates, and limits on how many people you can have in your home have prompted remorse. Instead, every indication that the CDC believes the real problem was that it did not have a high enough budget and enough power. Exactly.
0: I think they could start one thing just be a one sweep because there's only one issue remove immunity from the uh, drug companies because that is the basic motivation for them to totally not care about it and now. The statistics are coming out, you know, it's pouring out about how many people have suffered and we really don't know that yet. You know, we suspected it, we always suspected it. Yeah. It's it's leaking out now and it's scary. And then when they start talking about, what, what was the report last week? It was on, on the teenagers that uh, had the myocarditis and yeah. it was highest time Huge. ever. Huge, and, yeah. And, and, and they're just starting to contact. How do they know what's gonna, you know, that's two years. And of course, there's people who died suddenly and it was short, quickly they had reactions. But how do they know what will happen uh, to people five years from yeah. now? And uh, it, uh, it lingers and the body doesn't heal. They, they uh, always hope that the body will heal from natural causes. And a lot of times it does. But in this case, they're, they're only hope. The only hope that people have right now is they're, they're hoping the body of uh, the people who have been injected with all this will finally heal. And I imagine I'd have to say, you know, probably the majority will will make it, but but that that's not a, that's not an excuse. if you still, if even five percent of the people are percentage-wise, you're talking about millions of yeah, people yeah. because just look at how they how, how they pass how how, how they uh, use those drugs around the world. but you know the the uh, recognition, That these vaccines and booster shots could do harm is that uh, many other countries now are compensating the people who have suffered from government mandates. And uh, I don't think our government has touched on that because, you know, uh, the pharmaceutical companies are too powerful.
1: Yeah. Well, even just what we've said so far, if we had said this a year ago, we literally would be canceled. We could be canceled from some of our social media today for saying it. But it tells you so much about how the social media and the mainstream media, but especially the social media, has conspired with government to silence people that are questioning things. Remember Alex Berenson, who won his lawsuit against Twitter, he was kicked off of Twitter for just saying, these are not vaccines. If they don't prevent you from getting it or spreading it, you can't call them vaccines. Maybe they help some people, but they're not vaccines. So that says a lot about the role of the social media in in clamping down on dissent and dissent is healthy. We always criticize other countries for not having a full and vibrant media where in fact we have a log in our own eyes. Right. But you know this next segment I have to say I hesitate to do it because I find it so depressing. But our good friend Jordan Schachtel who's done also terrific work for a couple of years and I recommend everyone to read and subscribe to the dossier, which is his substack, put up this next one. This is something, I think we're gonna revisit this, Dr. Paul, in the future, because there's gonna be more about it. But this is his uh, latest piece, Military Whistleblowers. The DOD's legally dubious mRNA mandate was harmed, has harmed readiness and produced widespread injuries. Jordan Schachtel went and talked to some military people who talked about the injuries that they've received by being forced to take this shot against their will they were told you can't take a religious exemption. It's going to be automatically refused. And so a lot of them did take it. We know some people who did not take it and had to leave the military, um, but a most, lot, a, a lot, lot of people are... did. But now it's coming out, how much harm has been done?
0: Now, th- th- this is a real tragedy. T- to me, just the idea that we have to talk about this. Have we gotten that far? that it's a debatable issue yeah. uh, because uh, not too long ago, uh, when I was just getting into medicine, the rules were so different. You didn't treat children uh, without a parent there or giving you per- permission to even put a s- single stitch in. You just couldn't, and then the, th- the theory was that the parents were responsible, but also sometimes there's a reaction you know, for, you, you know, a pain shot, you, you know, to numb up a skin. And if the, if the child does, I mean, it becomes a complicated problem. But that's not the case now because you, you don't get permission. Now the, the separation is such that the children... Uh, c- can get these shots. These children can they get the uh, sex transfer, <laughs> yeah. transfer- with, without the parental control? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and of course get abortions without parental uh, notification and on and on. But it is a reflection of the type of society. We can't say that everybody in Washington that uh, has a has an office there and they're a politician or a bureaucrat. It it has to go back to this uh, social media and the atmosphere of the people and, and what is tolerated. But fortunately, I keep saying uh, that the toleration of this nonsense eventually ends. And I think we witnessed that in uh, the lockdown, yeah. you know, that um, as time went on, the, the parents got angrier and they uh, exerted themselves. But there's going to be... A bit of lingering on some of these regulations, you know, they keep them on the on, on the books. My analogy was, if if they really don't want to ever draft anybody to send them off to war, why do they, why don't they get rid of draft registration? Yeah. Oh well, we might need it someday. So the principle is still there, and that's what's happening here. The principle of the government involvement uh, is there, and. Uh, and it's a shame that we even have to say well why did they do this and how can we control this and uh, maybe uh, maybe we can you know get permission faster or something like that yeah.
1: well sadly many conservatives are in love with the state they just want to control they think they can use the state for their own good ends unfortunately they're not going to be dissuaded however i think one just like with the convincing middle america that spending a trillion dollars on the military hurts their budgets and doesn't help America. I think if you talk to conservatives about how this attack on the military with the vaccines is harming the readiness of our troops, and we do need a military. We need to defend this country, which we don't do. And what we have done, unfortunately, what they have done, not we, we didn't do it, is to harm our military and make us more vulnerable. Maybe Mexico will invade us <laughs> Well, they're already doing that. But maybe someone else will invade us next week. But. Um, Let's look up, uh, th- this is just one of dozens, dozens of, of, of uh, these situations that Schachtel has put up. This is just one case, U.S. Air Force reservist, female in her 30s, discouraged by her commander to seek a religious accommodation for the negative effect it will have on her career and told, quote, not being vaccinated is not conducive to military service. 72 hours after vaccination, she developed visual distortions and vertigo sent to the ER and initially diagnosed with vertical, I can't even pronounce it, which dove, drove a requirement for a CT scan. The CT scan revealed she suffered from four different strokes after her shot. Maybe it's a coincidence, but Jordan has several of, dozens of these on his site. Military whistleblowers are coming forth and saying how harmed they were from being forced to take the shot.
0: And, you know, back to the liability, you, you know that the drug companies are never going to pay because they, the government, the government and under those conditions were Republicans and Democrats yeah. who passed all these laws. And uh, the, both sides would be sympathetic to the corporatism that exists. So guess who gets uh, gets the bill? It's the middle class again, just like they get the bill for, you know, paying for these deficits and all and uh, the inflation and, and uh even if a war breaks out, it's the middle class, the poor people that suffer the most on on this. And yet, how much motivation is there to sell their product, which is government intervention? Oh yeah, but this is shifting. It yeah. is. The Republicans don't care about poor people. You know, if you're you're a libertarian, you're so cold-hearted. But you you know, I keep thinking. Yes, but in a libertarian society, there's at least something to talk about. You have stuff available. <laughs> Once you have the government doing it, you end up with poverty because you don't you don't have uh, the streets cleaned. You, you don't have the police around, and uh, people uh, you know have trouble making it. And, and then you have all this regulations with medical care, and you end up with a mess. And uh, then they, they still think that uh, they they. The people generally, there's still a majority of people out there that believe that uh, it, it's a right. You know, it's a right to get this, and that they what uh, uh, they should be taken care of. And if if they're not, then we'll vote you out of office. But I think that attitude is is. Uh, it wouldn't be fair to say that that attitude is getting worse at the moment. There. I think I think people are questioning that because the they're starting to realize the government's broke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, the military may have killed a bunch of people and harmed a bunch of others with their stupid shot mandates, but Dr. Paul, I'm happy to report at least they have the priorities in order. Let's put up that last clip, which is also from Jordan Shackle. The military has its priorities in order. Combat ready? The Pentagon to host transgender and non-binary gender inclusion and pronoun usage workshop. So you may have your heart blown up by a shot, but at least you can talk about what your gender identity is, Dr. Paul, so we're happy about that. I'm gonna close out by just um, saying thank you to Rumble. Uh, We've been on Rumble for a few weeks now. They've featured us in their featured live shows for the past uh, few days since we've started, and it's really helped our numbers. At the time when we joined, we we were worried. We didn't know what would happen to our numbers, but we haven't suffered, in fact, they've been higher. Rumble has thus far been a great partner to us, I think, and I just have to say, personally, It's nice to work with a group of people that want us to succeed rather than other social media that are doing their best to silence us. So a big thank you to them. The
0: requirement for this to work is that both sides have to be successful and happy. So they have to benefit. We have to benefit. That's a lot easier to keep it going. And that's, of course, all... All, all contracts and bring the people together it has to be voluntary on both sides but once you get involved with the government they become this third party and they have to pick a side and then within the in the sides they have to pick certain people who's going to run this group and it becomes a you know just a horrible horrible political football and all of a sudden We end up with a government that is just so powerful and everything Uh, and the lockdown and the COVID thing is such a demonstration of how quickly it can get out of control. It got out of control. It's being restrained a little bit. And we mentioned here uh, cautiously that, uh, you know, even CDC has to maybe consider changing their way. If as long as you send them more money, (laughs) that's it. But uh, no, I think uh, I think that the. understanding of where where we are on the vaccines and covid uh way ahead of two two and a half years ago and three years ago and uh i think that uh in spite of the fact that we don't share uh... the foreign policy of a lot of people who have concern Of course we share the concern for the middle of the people you know and all so it's uh... but that that could be a one big attention getter it just like the kids became the attention getter to the parents and woke up some of the people in the right in a good sort of way they wake up and say hey what are they doing and then they went to the libraries Uh, They were really off limits. there reading the stuff that they were letting their kids read. I mean, what kind of parent spying on their kids and their teachers? (laughs) See, that's horrible. (laughs) But we'll we'll take care of that. (laughs) So
1: I'm all done. You're all done. Well,
0: we want to say a a big thank you to our uh, viewing audience today, and I'm glad things are moving along. We're looking forward to a lot of you at our comments coming up soon. Please come back to the Liberty Report soon.